Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary VTW, void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hello and welcome back to the Mass Singer Rahapa podcast. We are in episode three of season four, a.k.a. for some reason, the playoffs of group A. We've not met a group, but we're in the playoffs. It's fine. We'll make sense of it all here today. We'll talk about these group A contestants one more time. I am your host, Puya, the hot sauce, Zan Bikili. And of course, always here, not alone with my partner in crime. It's Liana. The Cool Ranch Boris. Liana, how are you doing today? I am doing well, Puya. Thank you very much. My favorite flavor of Doritos. Take that nacho cheese, people. Um, just kidding. <laughs> I love them both. I love them both equally. <laughs> um, in fact, so much so that I can never decide between the two. But I digress. Yes, here we are talking about the playoffs, which I agree with you. Like, what? What? We eliminated one person. How does this mm-hmm. count as the playoffs? But like, fine. Fox is going to do what they want to do anyway. Yeah, so I, I haven't looked ahead to see what the episode title is for the next one. But are we in a position where the next one's the quarterfinals or the semifinals for group A? Because they're still going to eliminate one more person from this group anyways. Uh, but then wouldn't it be the if they're going to call it of group A, wouldn't it be the finals of group A? Like this would have been the semifinals. Then it's the finals of group a and then you go to like the overall semifinals. I don't know. This sounds like <laughs> a joke from a bad movie. Like, uh, mm. so they're advancing to the regional quarter semifinals, and then from there, <laughs> the, you know what I mean? This is like a dodgeball joke, <laughs> right? Well, yeah, it's like because it's like, is it like a? It's the finals of Group A, but technically, it's the quarterfinals of the whole tournament. Like, come yeah. on. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is, uh, you know, we went back to Group A, which I because Group B. Oh my god, this is so confusing. But Group B was last week, and they had six people so then yes. i was expecting five people but no because the groups are uneven in number we were only at four people and when they finished after the fourth performer i was like where is the fifth one like did someone also self unmask and i just completely missed it uh so that was a little confusing for me but overall i'm enjoying the season so far and um yeah not expecting the person that we saw unmasked i mean i was expecting the draft to be unmasked but didn't expect the person who was under the mask but i'm mm-hmm. sure we'll get into all of that and our guesses and all the all that fun stuff yeah i mean i already have some things that you've said that are incorrect that i'm excited to get into How because dare you. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the problem you're saying oh i i forgot that there were five people to my knowledge on this episode and we begun the episode <laughs> 
with <laughs> the Robin. Now, before we get into the Robin, how, what did you think of the whole intro package with the the whole drone theme intro that we got? Oh, well, obviously that was to preview the clues, right? That we were going to get later. Um, Yeah, I was like rushing to watch the episode live and I didn't get a chance to do a rewatch. So I did kind of miss them. (gasps) I'm not going to lie. I'm (laughs) sorry. Um, Where I really started taking notes was when Nick Cannon said something along the lines of the only thing you and your Facebook friends can agree upon in an election year. I was like, Uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yes. I did not expect that. It was a deep cut for all the uh, all the people still holding on to their Facebook status wars which I don't think there's that many people that do that anymore or like if they not, are they're not like, my friends I don't know I feel like it's not even a deep cut because we all know the Facebook is toxic right it's full of like fake news and propaganda and all that kind of stuff it just felt like <laughs> a random thing to bring up in the context of the mass singer like do you really want to make that comparison so when you said fake news for a second, it sounded like you said fake nudes. And I that tickled me. I mean, it's also possible. There's a lot of photo editing going on online. And so mm, this is true. Whether it's, you know, body morphs or, uh, you know, putting faces on different bodies. Who knows? Could be a, a plethora of fake nudes on Facebook. <laughs> Perhaps. So- that should be my costume. <laughs> no, please don't go as the fake nude. That just... <laughs> Is an odd thing for you to go as. I don't even know what that is. I don't know and I don't want to know. (laughs) So, I mean, the the good thing is you've got me as a co-host, so I can I can run you through that intro. Basically, basically, there was a drone flying around the lot and they were like, you can't be doing this. You have to find out who everyone is like everyone else. Follow the clues. And then we found out the drone was operated by Ken Jong because, of course, it was. Okay, that's it. That's it. Mm. That's all you missed. Um, Everything else that you've gotten so far, you've gotten. Um, Nick Cannon came out looking bedazzled like the back of a like a fancy phone like I definitely have seen people who had like Blackberries back in the day and their phone case was just Swarovski like oh my god I can't even tell you I wanted that so bad for my Blackberry you're so posh why do you need that I I don't need it and I never had it but I'm telling you that I wanted it okay because it was cool I wanted that and I wanted a razor the like flip phone the razor yeah I never had either very jealous of people who had both well you could technically get both now because the razors made a comeback I know it's back, right? Except it's super weird because it's, I mean, like part of the cool thing about the razor, the whole point why it was called a razor is because it was like so thin and like this one is like hella thick. It's thick. (laughs) Like Robin, the Robin thick. So (laughs) first contestant of the episode. That's right. That was a segue. We're going to run with it. (laughs) You just brushed over my, uh, the fact that the razor is your commentary on modern day phones being thick. I mean, of course, there's you got to pack more punch in these phones. Otherwise, uh, no one wants them anymore. I know people want that big battery, baby. Uh, yeah, that battery better be thick. Otherwise, it's got no me on it. <laughs> oh, Bailey, that phone is it ain't a snack. That's the whole damn meal. <laughs> yes. So it's the moment the razor is the <laughs> call it the oatmeal because it's thick, but also call it the Robin because that one's thick. So the Robin walks out. <laughs> Girl, you thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> Liana, let me talk about the Robin. <laughs> so here comes the Robin. Okay. And the Robin is dressed like Beetlejuice. 
or also technically dressed like Robin Thicke from the VMAs, the one with Miley infamously. Okay. So the Robin walks out and it's basically, well, spoiler alert, I'm just going to say it because we all know it. It's Joel McHale in a Robin mask. And I didn't know Joel McHale was going to be a guest judge on this episode. So I was very surprised when we got the Robin intro. Mm -hmm. And then I was pleasantly surprised in the way they delivered him. I like this idea of let's introduce the host like this because, or the guest host, because uh, guest judges, I had fun with this. This was a fun, healthy way to start the show. There was some roasting going on. There was making fun of the person with a song. There was, I saw nothing wrong with this, but what are your thoughts on the, on how we got delivered Joel? Okay. Well, because there's only four performers and there's no SmackDown, which as we all know is my favorite. Of course, um, of course. They needed filler content. So this was like very much filler content, but I didn't mind because I do mm. like Joel McHale. It was for, you know, the 15 seconds of the reveal when the Robin walked out, I was like, oh my gosh, just a dude in a Robin mask. And then I was like, is that? <laughs> Is it Joel McHale? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, that entertained me, I will say. I also appreciated when he got unmasked and they revealed his lower third as not Robin Thicke. I know. I'm glad we sorted that out. (laughs) But it was a little too, you know, we can yada yada, I think, through it. Um, (laughs) But yeah, not too bad. And and like you said, I didn't expect him, but I also didn't expect guests at all because of the COVID-19 restrictions. Um, Mm -hmm. So that was the surprise. Yes, and my favorite line to come out of that was You look stupid. Yeah, I mean, Classic. don't we all think that? It, it's it's on the nose, it's 100%, and I think we can all agree You look stupid. Without a doubt. <laughs> like, given some of these guesses that'll come down the pipeline today from him as well, my like, oh my. I mean, I know that he's being intentionally dense. Yes, of course. Which, uh, on the, at least I didn't watch the second season, so, or at least I watched parts of the second season, so don't at me. But the first season, there was also a judge on the Mass Singer Australia who was also clearly making intentionally bad guesses, but at least his were funny. Yeah. Okay. These were just <laughs> bad. Well, yeah. I, I mean, like, I at some point I have to figure out if I if I feel sympathetic towards Ken because they're making him be the dummy. They're like, listen, Robin and Nicole are musicians. They can't be the dummies. Jenny's like the pop culture guru. She can't be the dummy. Yes, you're the doctor of the panel, but you're probably the most further away from celebrity. So let's say you're the dummy because I think that's in his contract. That you're the resident dummy. Dumb judge. Yeah. Maybe you know what? Maybe it is. Maybe he's dumb spice. But then also the other thing is, do they make him call the cannon daddy, or does he do that voluntarily? Because I feel like. No one forced him to do that, but he's been doing it since early season three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's trying to just like, you know, make corner like his niche, right? And really just establish himself as the the funny, bad guesser. Um, and then, of course, because the few times he does get, get it, like, remember that one time when he guessed Victor Oladipo and everybody was just like, are you freaking kidding the me? The only he had, time. <laughs> he had guessed like, I don't know, meatloaf previously, right? And then all of a sudden <laughs> it was like <laughs> Victor Oladipo. Um, it is kind of a shock. So maybe they're going for that as well. But whatever, I can't, I can't be bothered. Yeah, well, that's fine. I'm very okay to move forward past here. So we get Joel on the panel. Exciting stuff. I'm happy with it. You know, Joel's always been a great addition to the show for me. And, you know, the community loves always there. So we can just dive right in. We had four performers this episode. We had the popcorn, the giraffe, the snow owls, and the sun. And we started off with the popcorn this evening. So 
here comes the popcorn and the popcorn's clue package. So the popcorn talks about their favorite part of flirting uh, being flirting with Nick Cannon. They like that. We had the corn and the beautiful, which should give us, you know, to me, soap opera, something to do with soaps. Boom. You got it. Uh, not always a healthy treat. The popcorn was kind of sick at some point. There was like a shot of the popcorn in a hospital bed with the IV attached. Um, and then there was a scene where there was these five cats and then candles spelling out the number 16. So 16 candles. And then. Oh, there, yeah. 16 candles. Oh, did you not get that? Well, like, okay. Do you remember the one where it was like the stars and it was five? Mm-hmm. Like we didn't be like, oh, five star, five stars. Oh, yeah. No, we got that. We did. <laughs> I mean, I did. <laughs> I just wrote down the number sixteen. Okay, wait, sixteen candles. Yes. Uh, oh, I thought I was so. I was like, oh, I'm so smart, but everyone part of got it. No, I'm smart. I'm smart, guys. Uh oh no. Okay, well, the, I don't think that immediately changes any of my guesses because I think it's still supposed to indicate eighties, not specifically sixteen candles. I but, agree. I 100 percent okay. agree. I don't oh, think. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. Because I mean, ultimately, I think with a lot of these clues, they give us the direct reference to something, but I feel like you're supposed to look at the tangentials of that direct for the most part, not all the time. Okay. Um, sure. Yeah, so then there was a side table. Well, first, then there was the popcorn running away from some from someone on like this top floor of a mansion and then going down the stairs. And then they ran by a side table with a hair straightener slash curling iron and a Rubik's Cube. It was a crimper. What is a crimper? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. OK, wait, I need to just show you a picture because. OK, um, so do I look it. like a crimp? Because I don't. No, 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 no. Of course not. Um, right. but no. But it was a it was a hairstyle. Hold on. All right, text it to me. Text it to me. Okay, I'll text it to you. All right. All right. Cool. So I'll I'll run off the rest of the clue package while you do that. So then there was one other main thing that I saw in there, and that was the um, LGBTQ flag um, on top. I want to say it was above the exit door or above the entrance door. So yeah. Oh, I know this hairstyle. It's like a. It's, so it's like instead of a flat iron, instead uh-huh. of making your hair like flat with heat, you crimp in. Interesting. The, like, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. So, but it looks like a straightener. So do they do they all look the same? And you just have a distinction between them, or what? Well, it's the like the hot the heat plates. The hot the heat plates. The, okay. You know what I'm talking about? So so like my hair we can go look. My hair straightener it's flat and it's like these two plates that heat up. These mm-hmm. have um indents, up and down indents, like looks like guess, a little line. And so yeah. what happens is when your hair is in there, it gets flattened in not flattened, but like crimped into that shape and then it heats. And then what happens is your hair stays in that shape mm-hmm. when it's heated. Okay. Interesting. It's like very 80s. I I mean I I can't remember the last time I saw someone with crimped hair. Is well, that yeah. the correct way to say it? Crimped yeah. hair. Okay, cool. Nailed it. Uh T and crimpets. <laughs> 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 that shouldn't have made you laugh, but I'll take it. <laughs> no, I'm coughing. <laughs> um so then uh the popcorn ends the clue package with saying because of my voice, I survived, and then they were ready to serve us another delicious performance. Now, what other musings slash what were your reads on these clues that we got with the popcorn here? 
Okay. Um, Wait, so you want to know what I noticed from the clues? Uh... Yes, I mean. We, well, did yeah. you mention the LGBTQ flag? I did while you were looking for the hair crimper. Okay, great. Um, that was the only other thing that I had written down. Yeah, um, that was the main visual clue that I had after that as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, did, do you have any connections here? Like, what are your thoughts? Do you want my full guesses? So, just as an FYI, I spent one hundred percent of my research time this week, aka mm, about thirty minutes total, focused entirely on the popcorn. So, I have Ooh. a really, really good. I have two super solid guesses that I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, but apart, I have, I have like zero guesses for anybody else. So, like, do you <laughs> want me to go through my like whole logic? Well, let me go. If you're feeling very strongly, let me give you the one guess I have based on one clue element, because I didn't spend much of my time on the popcorn at all. Um, I only followed one clue to one song to one artist. And then I moved on because I I, I don't know much about the 80s. And I don't know. I've never watched 16 Candles. I don't know anything about that era at all, really. So real quick, I want to say that my initial thing was I searched. Soap stars that sing, and I got this <laughs> list. Why are you laughing? No, because I did the exact same search. But yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, my browser's frozen, but I'll give you the backstory while okay. it un unfrozes freezes. Okay. So I searched that up, and there was a link I got which had like six artists on it. Not many people were in it. Okay, which was like, okay, this could go either way. That's fine. And then I opened it. And I looked through, it was like, one of them was Kylie Minogue. And I'm like, it's not Kylie Minogue. She's Australian. She's phenomenal. Definitely not her. The other one was uh, Natalie um, Im- Imbruglia. Yeah. Of Torn, torn fame. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't think it's her. Uh-huh. So there was one other woman on the list. And I was like, okay, could be you. I searched her up and everything was sounding good. I was like, Hey, you're within the right time span. You were a soap star of like decent fame from soaps. And then you started doing some music and that was good until I remembered the clue of, uh, likes flirting with Robin, right? Or was it with Nick with Nick? Oh, then maybe this does work. So actually this is very interesting. Nice. Okay. Does the name Gloria Loring ring any bells to you? Gloria Loring? L-O-R-I-N-G? Yes. So, she is Robin Thicke's mom. And she has both done soaps. She did, uh, she was an American singer and she was on Days of Our Lives for six whole years. Okay. Okay. She sings. Did you listen to any of her? Uh, Yes. I, uh, I actually, you know what? To be honest, I did it because I saw that she was his mom and I thought, oh, creepy, they're flirting. But then I realized now that it was Nick Cannon flirting, not Robin Thicke flirting. So I don't know if the voice matches, but okay. but that's interesting. That's a thing. She's right? from New York. That yeah. makes uh, had, sense. She had diabetes or has diabetes. Oh, no, her son had diabetes. Never mind. So that doesn't fit. Robin um, had diabetes? Huh? No, oh, not, not, not Robin Thicke. The other son. The, the other one. The <laughs> Another one. Brennan. Brennan. Brennan Brennan has diabetes. Yes. So diabetes. so okay. So this was the first one. Okay. okay. And then I was like, well, this is stupid. So I moved on. Okay. Now knowing now what I know, I might have dug into this a little bit more. But then I go to I was like looking at the stuff and I'm like, okay, what are these clues telling me? I don't know anything about a hair straightener. The Rubik's cube has it's some. It's not color. a straightener. 
I mean, I know now, but I'm walking you through my thought process when oh, I thought it time. was a hair straightener. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. 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 I mean, that wouldn't have changed my search. Let me tell you, like most likely not. <laughs> um, so then I was like, okay, what else is here? The flag. So the flag has colors on it. A lot of colors on it. There's an artist from the eighties with the song, true colors, Cindy Lopper. Okay. But that's as far as I got. Okay. That, that's really. And like, I know her, I know a couple of her songs. True Colors being one of them. Oh my god, it's not Cindy Lauper at all. Okay, well, I mean, again, you're talking to someone who's out of their element. You said Cindy Lauper, like Cindy Lauper. I don't want to. So, because of so backstory, a couple weeks ago when we talked about the Snow Owls and we talked about Derek Huff, Uh and we said Hugh or Hook or whatever, we got roasted. The amount of I got more feedback about Huff than we've gotten reviews or ratings ever. So I wanted to be, I don't want, I want to make sure I don't butcher anyone's name as a Puya. Uh-huh. I feel like it's important to not butcher names. So I'm, I'm like being cautious, she's, but also I'm assuming she's like, like a superstar. All of those eczema or psoriasis commercials. Do also, I look like I watch eczema commercials? No, but you see, no, the reason why I'm bringing it up is not because you frequent, uh, pharmaceutical commercials, but because she's been on our TV. Oh, I mean, lot. I don't, I when when it's commercial time, it's snack time or Twitter time. You know this. <sighs> okay, fine. <laughs> Is that okay? Is that allowed? I mean, I w- no, because now you don't know what I'm talking about. If only you paid attention to all okay, the drugs. Okay, listen, I'm not I'm not Ken Jong. You look stupid. How dare you? Mm-hmm. Well, walk. Listen, I told you. Let me go first because I don't think I know what I'm talking about. You walk me through it because you sound way confident right now. I mean, that's just because I know her voice, so like I know it's not her. Um, the okay. uh, who you guessed, uh, Robin Thicke's mom. Like just because I don't know her voice, maybe I feel like that's more likely. But um, that's the okay. one I'm going to stick with now that I've been ridiculed. You're welcome. Okay. Well, so because the reason why, like, I'll bring this up because so I like it was just useful to have sort of all of the 80s references because then I could take, all right, we've got a ton of 80s references. Mm-hmm. She's clearly like super strong, like diva singer. So I Googled 80s pop divas. <laughs> all right. So that was my like Google list search. Um, and I found a list of 80s pop divas. There were people I was able to, there were people that I was able to immediately rule out. It's obviously not Cher. It's obviously not Cindy Lauper. Was Cindy on the list? <laughs> yes. Ha! She is an 80s diva. Like girls just want to have fun is like her big, I mean, one of, and then time after time, true and she wanted to have fun in the big city in New York in the first clue package. <laughs> yes. Well, no, she was born in New York City. That was like a really big part of the first clue package. So that yeah. was the thing was like trying to to really determine sort of what the because there's all these small clues. Right. So like in the first clue package, we saw meatloaf, apple, a snake, um, a Ru- Russian pun. Um, right. So those are all sort of like little indications that might point you one way or another. But I tried to focus on what I thought were like the big clues. So one was the fact that she was from New York City. Um, or at least that's what the clue package seemed to indicate that she was 80, like from the 80s, like popular in the 80s. And then she was a diva. And that I got from her voice. So anyway, so I nail I have a, a short list of seven people, but I'm going to tell you about three of them. OK, so all of them are from New York City. All of them have performed on Broadway, all right, which is another one of the clues from last week or two weeks ago or whatever was that she performed on Broadway. Was that a clue? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, go for it. I have all my clues here. Um, obviously, it could be something that's throwing us off. Like we got the proud merry-go-round, which could be a throw-off from Tina Turner. But mm-hmm. anyway, I'm gonna assume that it's real. The 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 three people that I have are Debbie Gibson, Irene Cara, and Taylor Dane. And let me give you my top two. Okay, so Debbie Gibson has described herself as uh, possibly some Russian descent. Okay, so that explains the Russian clue. She also co-wrote and performed the song Snake Charmer, which would explain the snake. Obviously Mm -hmm. famous in the 80s. She's also been on Dancing with the Stars, which I know we haven't had any specific Dancing with the Stars clues, but the likelihood that they were on both Mass Singer and Dancing with the Stars, I feel like is pretty high. They both can sing. So I feel like Debbie Gibson is a really, really solid guess. Irene Cara uh, starred in the movie Apple Pie. She also contributed to a dance single titled Forever My Love, which is a compilation album or on a compilation album titled Gay Happenings Volume 12. So both of those fit. Um, but I think I think it's probably Debbie Gibson. And if it's not Debbie Gibson, my second guess is Taylor Dane. So she's, again, like I said, from New York City, performed on Broadway. She stated in 2014 that she con- t- considers the LGBTQ community to be her most loyal fan base. I didn't find anything related to snakes, apples, um, Russia, <laughs> meatloaf, <laughs> any of the other like random things from last week. But mm-hmm. she did apparently went uh, under um, a reimplantation surgery, a urethral, urethral implantation surgery when she was only five years old. She also struggled with panic attacks and anxiety eventually figuring out that she had agoraphobia when she was young. So Is that, that a then fear fi- of spiders? No, it's a fear of open or um, crowded spaces. Isn't that claustrophobia or not confined spaces? Arachnophobia. Oh, okay. But well, okay, so uh, was the popcorn was the no, was popcorn the one with the hourglass clue? No, I think that was the sun. We'll we'll get to the sun then. That's a different yeah, story. Yeah, no, that was the, that was the sun. Okay. Um so, it, she was sick as a child at least, which I couldn't find anything about Debbie Gibson being ill as a child even though I do mm-hmm. believe she's like my top my top guess. Taylor mm-hmm. Dane is perhaps a close second also because the only song that I knew of hers which was Tell It to My Heart, she's got like crimped hair in it, which could also fit with the crimping thing, mm-hmm. even though like that was just popular in general um so yeah those are my two guesses i feel super solid about them um and i really hope it's one of them so then it could, it could still be robin thick's mom oh yeah 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 absolutely like again okay. i am completely relying on the list of 80s pop divas from song slash pop dot fandom dot com slash wiki to be like 100 <laughs> on point because essentially what I did was I like went through the list. I eliminated anybody that I was super familiar with that I knew it couldn't be. And then kind of Googled everybody else to see where they were from. And then mm-hmm. that was kind of how I went. Um, although Kim Wilde is also on my list, but she's from the UK. But there was the drone clue, which was the Venus, the planet oh, Venus. Yeah. So let's talk about the fact that now we've moved on from the vault train Two. There it is. Wow. wow. It's our clue dropping drone. Why? Okay. What did you think of this? 
way of delivering these clues. They bought a drone, damn it, and they're going to use it. <laughs> really, though? For like a whole episode, that's all we got from them. I feel like that's because the prop department had to be like, maybe they weren't in the bubble. <laughs> and so the, the only way they could get the props in was through the drone. I don't know. Yeah. Well, this was the first instance since um the was it the first sentence of the first episode where they acknowledge social distancing. And I guess that's a good, that's positive, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 All I'm pro social distancing. Yes. Um, both for the coronavirus and also just in general. Mm-hmm. Well, what, <laughs> what was the Venus connection to you? Oh, okay. So at the moment I haven't made any sense of that um, because I forgot about it until a little bit later. But the first thing I did think of was the song, the like, I'm your Venus, the one that was used in I'm your fire. Oh, the, 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 the trimmer one. one. Yeah, the one that was in the Razor commercial. I thought, so straight up, I thought that was made by Philips for their commercial, then years later found out it was an actual song. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know any better. Uh, Oh, okay. So, um... (laughs) Don't shame me. Sweet, sweet thing. No, it's okay, um, because uh, Bananarama, 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 however you say it, don't at me, um, they did a cover of that song um, and so that was also like 80s. And then I was like, do I think it could be anybody from Bananarama? But then I was like, oh, maybe it's just like a UK thing. Like it's to indicate that they're friends with them or something like that. I don't know. I didn't make it much further with that. But that's yeah. something definitely to keep in mind. Or maybe it's like, because what was it? The second planet from Earth or something? No, second planet from the sun. Yeah, uh, Venus. Yeah. What did she say? It was something like... um Shoot, I can't remember. You'll oh, you'll be that. closer to identifying me or something like this. That. Oh, I see that part. Like the word, the word, the word part. Let me go like see if I have too. it in my clues. Okay. Venus should bring you closer to me. Venus should bring you closer to me. Yeah. Because maybe it's like, oh, Venus is right next to Mercury. But Venus is also next to the Earth. Sorry, <laughs> maybe we are on the Earth. So I I write my notes very unorganized. Shocker! But sure. it might just be should bring you closer to me. I think Venus was mentioned by Jenny McCarthy, so that's possible that it wasn't. She said this should bring you closer to me. So if we think it's Venus, planet from the Sun. Okay, well then there you go. All right. Well, um, anyway, whatever. And I mean, not that that helps necessarily. Wait, let's see. Has Debbie Debbie Gibson Venus? <laughs> well. Okay, so you've told us your short your short list at this point. How about we just move on to the performances and stuff? Yeah, okay. uh, And just as an FYI, like I know that took a while, but that's everything I have for in general guesses this week. (laughs) I I still want to know what the Rubik's cube meant. I still need to find. I think it's just a generic '80s reference. Oh, Rubik's cubes were created in the '80s. Oh my god. What? What am I supposed to know that? Like, when is that going to be relevant to my life? Right now. No. Yes, no. The mass singer. You are going to look so ridiculous when we get to the unmasking of the popcorn and they're like, the Rubik's Cube is because they solved it in 4.8 seconds one time and it's got nothing to do with the 80s. I mean, yes, fine. It's also impo- like possible. I may have been swayed because I think one of the judges said, oh, the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. But I got my shortlist from that. So I kind of want to just like, I don't know if Debbie Gibson is like, does she, f- f- maybe she's one of the fastest, fastest Rubik's Cube solvers, but I, I highly know. doubt I mean, that. Weirder things have happened in the world. Like people have different talents that we don't know them for. 
I mean, she was on Dancing with the Stars. There's no Rubik's Cube uh, show yet, so who knows? I feel like if you're a cuber, then you should be able to. You got the quick feet too, so like you can do the do a little bit of dancey dance. Um, but let me preface this by saying that the the popcorn's performance was zero dancey dance, but it was all dazzle razzle. I love this performance to open the night, and I, the voice right out the gate was strong. I love the little carousel merry-go-round thing in the background. That was good. I'm a I'm a big sucker for like when the you've made the stage and the floor look like it's smoky, but not like artificial smoke. Like it looked authentic. I like that. Uh-huh. And so I enjoyed that part. I thought the popcorn came to fight. Didn't need dancers. It was really just a one person show. And the song was done phenomenally. And this made me officially we'll get to my vault pick in um the inevitable unmasking of the popcorn but i'm retiring my vault pick i know i'm not winning with it um at all it's it's a zero dead on arrival now and we'll move on but what did you think of this performance oh yeah i mean super strong performance um she did falling by harry styles and uh, it's a performance that she didn't need the backup dancers it was Mm -hmm. valid so i didn't know how you were going to respond to it but i I liked it quite a bit. I think mm-hmm. that it further solidified the fact that it's going to be her and the son moving on from this group, unless there's some super weird shenanigans that happen, well, um, which always, you know, I never put a p- pass a mass singer, but still. Mm-hmm. I would love to preface that. I thought this was a strong night overall, though. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, around. I think the performers this season are really good. Yeah, but I know, but I do think that, you know, leaving group A last time, we were like, okay, it's the sun and nobody else. And yeah. now I find us in a, in a position where it's like, okay, it's actually going to be the sun and the popcorn. Cause I think the popcorn brought it back tonight. Um, speaking of the popcorn, if you look to your screen, here is a autographed photo of Debbie Gibson sitting on a Rubik's cube. What, what is that? You're welcome. <laughs> But I mean, like, okay. But what does it mean? Like, is it just a prop to her? What do you or, mean? What does it mean? It's like, a is clue. this picture famous? Like, why is the Rubik's Cube a clue? I need to know. Why is it, it a clue? It is now because it's Debbie Gibson and it's like a reference to the it famous photo where she was sitting on a giant Rubik's Cube. Oh, Debbie Gibson once sat on a photo that is now available on eBay. This? Like, that you, is not a thing. Why are you trying to discount my guess, bruh? I'm not discounting your guess, but I'm saying that this clue, like the, the we're not the Rubik's cube mystery, is not solved. I'm not saying it isn't connected to your guess. I'm saying that it's not done. Done. I mean, the evidence, though. No. You asked for what the Rubik's cube means, and I just provided you a famous photo of Debbie Gibson sitting on a Rubik's cube. You did, Rubik's but also. Also, I know you, and this could be, I think you've kind of started square peg circle holing yourself right now. All right. I guess we'll see. Yeah. We, shall, we'll we see. shall see. I know this much. I have a feeling that your vault guess isn't close to this, so I, I feel confident if your vault guess isn't close. It is not. <laughs> Good. We're even. <laughs> but no, I, I mean, I thought this was a great performance out the gate. Again, good start. Good day. Um, the, the judges definitely loved it. And ultimately for the guesses, I thought Vanessa Williams was an interesting guest because of the Venus connection, Venus Williams. So mm-hmm. I liked that, but also 
I've I don't really know much of Vanessa Williams's work outside of some of her acting. So that guess is as good as any for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're all wrong because it's Debbie Gibson, but that's fine. Oh, I've I <laughs> I don't know what it is about the way you're saying it. I feel like you're trying to convince yourself that you're right, which makes me doubt your guess. Are even you though I've no me? knowledge. I just laid out all of the evidence to support my theory. That was my lie detector. Mm. <laughs> I know exactly who this is. I know exactly who this is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we should we should move on. Okay. So then, oh wait. Then in the break, um, I'm guessing this was based on the fact that the the Venus uh, Vanessa Williams guess had just come up. So we came back from commercial, and Joel McHale requested, "Let's hear it for the boys" by Denise Williams. And then that was playing for a while, and then they were going nuts. They were having fun. They were dancing. So that was a scene we also got to see. I forgot how much filler they can put in once we're down to like four performers. Yeah, so, I'm telling you, that's why I like it with the SmackDown because it makes them hustle. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, SmackDown, and then you could have just made it like long. Like I would have been okay with if we had eight performers on each side, and you just whittle them down to like final four each and then move that to a top eight. eight i think six is the max they can do in each episode so you're i mean no you, if they do eight four, but four. they bump up the bump up the show time to two hours no because then it's still four and four hour and a half okay six is fine i would take six yeah. six would have been good okay so then we get to the giraffe leon would you like to do the honors of walking us through the the giraffe's clue package? Okay, so uh, there were a few things that I noticed. So one was the fox from last season. No, two yes. seasons ago, yes. um, which I thought was a Wayne Brady clue, because why would they show a fox if it's not, like the fox, you know, like masking fox if it wasn't a Wayne Brady reference, which clearly it was not um, because we know that the draft gets unmasked this episode. Um, there was also a lot of peaches like everywhere um mm-hmm. there was a crash and burn reference life transformed in the blink of an eye because a terrifying episode scrambled the giraffe's brains mm-hmm. um also crossroads uh like they were at a crossroads or something like that and then that they are supported by a herd that was kind of like what i got oh also above the drama was another line that i pulled out above the drama yeah, sorry that wasn't as good as yours because i tried to take a bunch of fast notes i was watching <laughs> yeah well I'm, I'm looking at my stuff um the peaches thing was the biggest thing for me blink of an eye was the other thing that was said mm. um scrambled my brain my invisible predator the crossroad thing i also have um i'll be back to put on another show which is just setting up for the next one so that's not really a clue yeah i think that ultimately the biggest two clues in this would have had to have been the fox and the peaches which once we got to the unmasking made sense right right yeah in context yeah yeah so here's my frustration because i want to talk about the the freaking giraffe because um as you know as the listeners know as everyone knows i was mad that the giraffe stayed and the dragon left last no two weeks ago at this point and i was ready to come into this episode and be like go giraffe be gone and then the giraffe put this performance in and it was fun it was uh, uh the song was get down on it by cool and the gang right fun song good tune and 
I thought that this performance was a knockout. The, the, we start with the cloud dancers, which were the weirdest looking dancers of the night with the googly eyes and the weird, like smoky shape to them uh, that didn't really like we're dancing. Okay. I guess, but the faces look stupid. And then the, there was this like weird CGI, big giraffes on either side doing like the shuffle. That was yeah, fun. Those were like nightmare fuel. <laughs> right. And then, so that's the thing. And then I enjoyed the background being like cloudy. That was fun for me. And then at one point in the middle of the song, we moved away from like the ridiculous rapping stuff to there was a voice in there and there was some singing. I was like, wait, if you did this in the first week, I would have been mad at you. I would have been mad at, I guess I would have had to take the L there, but I, I was mad. So I was very annoyed because then I found myself wanting the giraffe to stick around after this performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, 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 w- I will be 100% honest with you. Those cloud things were incredibly distracting mm-hmm. um, because I, could, I kept watching them in the background because they had googly eyes, right? So googly eyes have the, the like white background and then they have the black thing that just can like move around with it. Yeah, there's, they're not um, solidly in one spot. Yeah, so like one time the background cloud, um, the one I think on the the giraffe's right side. Yeah, um, right cloud was on another one. Yes, dude, right, no, right clouds. One of right clouds' eyes didn't move, but then the other one was doing like wheelie flips, and so it just <laughs> looked like it was like cross-eyed, and then it would just like flip around. It was incredibly distracting for me. Um, so I will say that was the first thing that I noticed, but I. Um, I did agree the fact that once the giraffe started singing, I was like, oh, oh, this is actually like, why weren't you doing this from before? Yeah, exactly. Why weren't you doing this from the get go? Um, which I think like questionable choices, but in retrospect, so the, um, uh, when I was reading about Brian Austin Green, who is the giraffe, mm-hmm. apparently the top of his Wikipedia page literally says is an a- an American actor, rapper, and producer. But next to rapper, it has a citation. So I followed the citation, and it is a link to an article that says the top ten people who should never rap. Oh my <laughs> and it, God! He has yes. a song. Did you listen to it? No. What oh. song? He has a song called You Send Me. I bet money it's not going to send me anywhere. Okay, well, he has a Vivo account. It has 335 subscribers. <laughs> and he, oh. he's got a rap. He's got a rap song. It's called You Send Me. And this is, I have the radio edit version. Yeah, I'm... In Checking it out right now. Green briefly dropped his middle name and released a hip hop album, One Stop Carnival. Oh, Carnival. That makes sense with all yeah, the carousel stuff. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think they said that at the like one of them. Somebody said that. Um, but yeah, so oh, this sucks. Choices. choices. <laughs> yeah, and no, I just listened to it now. Yeah, um, it's very white boy rap. I mean. Calling it rap is kind, but it yeah. is very that. Yes. I don't know. What would you call it? Talk, just uh, talk speaking? Just bad. <laughs> this is bad rap. I don't know. I don't know. But interesting. I did not know. So I didn't know he did that. I didn't know about the the Robin Thicke connection until we got to the end of the night, which I'm excited to talk about. But all in all, you should have stuck to singing then and you should have stuck to singing now. Honestly. 
I think it was more like he wants to be a rapper. Oh, like, big even time. if he can sing, he's like, I want this. And so if I go into the mass singer and I validate my rapping, then I can say that, like, oh, my failed rap career was a byproduct of me being a 90210 actor and people like, not taking me seriously. It that angers me. It, I hope he's not leaving this experience being like, I beat Buster Rhymes in a rap go like oh, showdown because no. that is not the case ombre no, do not I didn't, I didn't even think of that yeah like this is this is what we got this is what we got from brown austin green that first week no this isn't it chief pack it up <laughs> no oh brian austin green was in a movie called domino which explains his clue Oh, so I'm mad because I liked the domino clue. I felt like that was exciting. And the whole clue package, everything on the night made it seem like it was going to be Travis Barker, yeah. which I was like stoked on. But then that wasn't to be. Yeah, I would have fallen for it, too. Like, especially mm. when Robin Thicke was so convinced. And I was like, oh, Robin knows this. And the the domino clue, like you were saying, because it was what was it for? Like two four, it was two fours, which make an one eight. domino, and it's eight, and it's two fours, so blink right. one eighty two. Oh, that's oh. such a good clue. They just use that when Travis Barker comes on season seven. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think that yeah, I was most intrigued by that drone clue. Ultimately, all in all, and then the uh, Travis Barker guess from Robin. Joel kind of like went two ways with the Jamie Presley, then settled on Scott Wolf. And Nicole went with Shia LaBeouf, which again, Shia needs to be on this show at some point. I don't know if we'll ever get it, but I would be so, so, so stoked. Yes. Um, yeah, I feel like he's at the proper fall from stardom to being mm-hmm. the mass singer. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, because once Nicole whips out the Shia LaBeouf, that's when Ken freaks out and goes on a rant. And then the giraffe does the thing that the giraffe did last week, which was kind of oh, you're boring me. I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to pull up a chair. Everyone went to sleep. And then we went into commercial break and came back before that segment was ended, which I'd, I didn't watch it with commercials because I watched it later in the night. But did that did that work on you? Did you enjoy that the commercial break cut happened or no? If you're trying to commit to the bit, then yes. But did I do I appreciate the bit in general? No. <laughs> so did I like it? No, but I also recognize what they were trying to do, if that okay. makes any sense at all. No, it makes sense. It makes sense. Cause I think that I think that like again, given that the Masked Singer is a family show, this does I bet you the kids were loving this segment, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, Ken's so boring, la la la. And like he's asleep now. So I told I they're all asleep. I totally get it. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. Um uh, but this is the type of thing. This is why I was a little bit more like, damn, is the giraffe gonna stay? Because this kind of stuff works with people. Like the the I'm bored and whatever. But also I had to I should recognize that I don't necessarily I don't think that the online audience who are watching this season get to see anything outside of just the singing. I'm they pretty sure they don't. They only get to see the performances. Right. So then this would have had no impact. And then it's just studio. It's just them producers. Right. So yeah, this um, would have had no impact. I think on the, on the audience on other seasons, I could see this helping out being that little bit that you need, like the skeletons shtick, which helped for a bit with the skeleton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to say that a couple of our listeners did point out, and I want to just bring it up on the show in case anyone isn't privy to it is not privy to it 
There is a little bit of writing at the end credits that says that all our audience footage is old and not like oh, real. Oh, so like a disclaimer of sorts. Yes, but it's like at the very end, which I never finish the credits, right? Like once once they give it to the unmasked singer to start singing, I dip. So I've never saw it, but I got a couple of DMs from some people who pointed it out. So thank you to those of you who did. And now we know moving forward. Now we know. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. All right. And uh, before we jump into the next segment with the next singer, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And we're back and ready to drop more information on you, just like... It's our clue-dropping drone! That's right. It's the clue-dropping drone. And <laughs> speaking of flying objects, oh, here come, the, here come a flying pair of, uh, of performers. It's the Snow Owls. Liana, we got the Snow Owls in the building. So... Oof. Oh, oof. Go ahead. I have no idea who they are. Like, all... All of the things I feel like I thought from last week, I just Expired. threw out the because look, it, okay the 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 advantage of trying to figure out a pair is that you it has to be a pair. Okay, I know that that sounds incredibly stupid, but like it's so much easier when you have two people that have to link together just because the number of celebrity pairs is much smaller than the number of celebrities. Okay, like in general, right? Sure, yes. Okay, go, go stay with me, stay with me. All right, so uh, I am super dedicated to figuring out their relationship. And I was convinced that it was a brother-sister duo last week. Wait, are you no longer on that train? Okay, this is why my head is spinning like an owl. All right. Turn that baby right round, right round. Because I, when they said after the performance, they think we're married, but you wouldn't sing a love song to your brother, right? That was sarcasm, right? Um, I wrote that down, but I didn't take it as sarcasm. Okay. So you think legit they're brother, sister? I did not think they were related at all last episode i feel like they're more related now ah now i think they're married (laughs) like i think (laughs) that was thrown in there to be uh like um like a distraction i because here's the thing i feel like we've had other the usually that like closing line before they go to commercial or the next performer i typically find that that ends up being the um 
the just the nod to us, the audience, and not to the judges in any way, shape, or form as any clue. So that's why I'm saying, yeah, that's to us. That's to us being like, right? Can you repeat the quote? I'm, I let me pull up my. I've been written down as well. Um. Okay. So, the, well, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Well, hold on. Now, I want to make sure I get this right, okay? Because this is was like a critical part of me trying to figure out their relationship. Because again, I feel like this is a linchpin for me personally, at least, in determining who I think the snow owls are. Because I feel like if I can identify their relationship, that will help me. Mm-hmm. So, um. All right. Let me. Uh. Let me just go ahead and pop. Pop on. Pop on back. Um. Let's see. Okay, I can't find it in my video. So, oh wait, no, I did. I did. I found it. I yeah, found it. To your brother, right? I, I mean, I, I can't tell. I can't detect owl sarcasm. That's not what I'm. I'm not wired to get owl sarcasm. I'm more of a human sarcasm guy. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sister wouldn't sing a love song to her brother, right? Like, uh, right. It's like laughing at me. The owl is laughing at me. I'll say this. Left owl has way more personality than right owl. Dude, right owl sucks. Right owl's dull, dude. <laughs> <laughs> right owl is dude owl, right? Um, Yeah, whichever one's dude owl is the dull one. I'm me. looking straight at them and I... The, I think yeah. it's the right one. Yeah, it's the right one. Um, but anyway, okay. So I know that that doesn't help at all. But I'm now switching the. I'm off the 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 brother sister train. Don't play the sound clip. And I'm on the married train. Marriage. Okay. okay. Mar- their marriage. Now the only problem is, is that's as far as I got. So I'm out. <laughs> Oh, well, lovely. Okay, so let me walk us through the clue packages. Maybe we get something on the fly. And maybe one of them wears hats. Okay, well, weird. Okay. Married Um, couple hats. One of us wears hats. Um, Okay, so let me go. Is it us? (laughs) Imagine. No, I'm not the dull one. Get out of here. No, 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 no. no. Okay, all right. That was my lie detector. Okay. Clue package. Okay. So for I first of all, I want to say I like their clue package the most on the night. I felt like it gave me the most nuggets for information searching that I've also, spoiler alert, have not done much with. But I would like to read them out so that we have them all on the table. Okay. Okay. So being in a giant eggshell isn't all it's cracked up to be. Okay. We've had each other's backs. She was by his side through a breakup. So that's that's good to know. Um and then there was a falling avalanche, and then the letter D fell on top of the avalanche and then to the floor but it's important to note that the d had a plug to it so it's a light so it's a d light d light oh shit dude yeah liana keep up liana come on <laughs> so that's all i got right so the d light thing again it was like the like the clue earlier where i was like oh this is a good one right 16 candles okay <laughs> d light is a probiotic drink well, that does. I don't think there's like a <laughs> mogul, pro-light drink moguls, singers, siblings, who, maybe who the, the Jamie Lee Curtis, like Jamie Lee Curtis is to activate uh, as who is to delight. What? I don't know. You know what I'm I talking don't. about? Didn't she do the Activia commercials? I d- 
Yeah, again, I didn't know about the eczema commercials. I'm going to know about the D-Light commercials? Okay, yeah, it's Jamie Lee Curtis is in the Activia commercials. So <laughs> just to look, note that in the future if we ever get an Activia clue. Um, okay. There's also D-Light, the like, um, non-dairy coffee drink as well. Um, Do they have the, commercials? Listen, D-Light is the, commercials. The, the song Afternoon Delight, does that have anything to do with this? Could you do a quick search of that? <laughs> I, I'd rather not. Thank you. Why isn't that a song? That's a song. You can yes, Google it that. is a song. Do you know what that song is about? Yes, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure I can put the twos and fours together. But nice. Put two and two together. I don't know what the twos and fours are, but what? That's <laughs> you're still stuck on the domino clue. I, I'm very bummed about that. Oh my so, god! What about Sunny Delight? Like Sunny D? Yeah, dude. No. This is not nothing to do with life. beverages. No, you're, Liana, you're in the weeds. <laughs> I need you to come out the weeds, okay? Mm. Um, move away from the weeds to the seeds, baby. <laughs> That's for the four people who get that reference. Okay, such a niche reference. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then there was an anchor, and it said management on it, but um, capital letters for man. So that's yeah. why they focus on the anchor man of it all. Now. This is interesting. We'll get back to this in a second because I've not, again, like I said, I've pulled all the clues, but I've not really used these clues at all. Um, <laughs> then there was the basketball with the letters D-A-L on it. So obviously the natural first decision is to be like Dal, Dallas, the Dallas Mavericks. Could there be a connection there, right? Um, and then the knight in shining armor, opportunity fit for a queen. And then the one line for me that you can do it, which I have heard Rob Schneider say in hella movies. So I think that's got to do with him somehow. The animal, I don't know. And then they jumped onto a bouncy castle out the window into a bouncy castle and they like, you know, did a flip over it or whatever. So mm-hmm. I have opinions on this because because of the fact that I don't know them, I feel like if I can just ramble and throw some like this clue could mean A, B, C, D, E, maybe it'll connect with you. And then through your old school knowledge and my rambling, we can figure something out together. Okay, so what you're telling me is you don't think it was anyone in a Sunny D commercial. I think that that is you you focus on one clue and you're trying to square peg circle hole it again. (laughs) Do you remember Um, those? Well, I guess maybe you wouldn't have seen them, but the Sunny D commercials that were like, oh, they the kids like come in from playing, and then it's like, oh, we uh, what do you want to drink? We have some purple stuff, some Sunny D. Do you remember that? And it was purple stuff. No, we got some milk, some water, some purple stuff, Sunny D. (laughs) No idea. All right, again, continue. If there's one thing Mac tonight should have taught you is that I I do not know anything about. American commercials pretty much at this okay. point. All right. No worries. Continue. <laughs> so, okay. So the Anchorman thing is interesting to me because that's the one clue where I can say with absolute certainty, I've watched both the movies, right? And that's the first thing I think all of us thought of when we saw Anchorman was the movies. Now, I feel like this could be someone who was in Anchorman, but mm-hmm. not in a traditional role. I think this could be someone who was in one of the fight montages because those mm-hmm. ended up having like 80 people in them, especially in Anchorman 2. That fire montage had like, what, 16 different factions? So it could be someone who was tangentially in one of the movies. Okay? 
Okay. Potentially. Again, okay, I have no- do we have do we have a list? I'm trying to look for it right now. You can look for it as I as I talk because I still have a little bit more to go here. All right, continue the, rambling. The, so the Dallas Mavericks, first of all, this could be someone of Dallas fame, of like, you know, Texas fame, Dallas fame, the Dallas Mavericks. Could this be someone who was called Maverick in a movie or is there a movie or TV show named Maverick? I feel like that sounds familiar to me. It's definitely not Logan Paul who calls his fans the Mavericks. That would be a shitstorm if he was on this show right now. I would not like that. Um, and then so that's something that could be there as well. There's a lot of like fit for a queen and knight in shining armor. So a lot of like royal type king type stuff. So I wonder if that's got something to do with something. Did one of these people play like a royal person? Perhaps. I don't know. And then the last one's the bouncy castle, which I look at two ways. Either it's a just a bouncy castle and we're supposed to look at it as a castle as another clue for like kingdom stuff. Or we look at it as a bouncy house. Okay. And then mm-hmm. bouncy house and they jumped over it. So is it like, does one like do like, you know, when you go to a trampoline place, you do flips and stuff. So could, is there like a flipping houses thing? Is this like oh, a, I have no idea. This is, is this, like two all over the place. I can't keep track. No, of everything. like that's what I'm saying is that I have like three or four different avenues I could go because there's the basketball side of things. There's the anchorman side of things. There's the maverick side of things. There's the king side of things. And then there's the house side of things. So I have no clue. All I'm saying is I feel better about my guess from last week than I do from your guess from last week when I said that it could be the couple from Mad About You. So, ha, in your face. Uh, all right. So, you do you think do you think they're a couple? You think they're brother or sister? I mean, I don't know any sibling celebrities outside of like the Gyllenhaals and the Blunts. Like I don't yeah. know them, right? So I'm I'm still like I'm stuck on that, but it's it's hard to like I need to were there any couples on Dancing with the Stars? <laughs> no, I mean I'm like, you know, the Huffs are still out there. I think what we need to do, Liana, is we yeah. need to not we need to focus on pairs and not what the relationship and the pairs are because we could very much be limiting ourselves to go in the wrong direction, especially if it's a 50 50 shot of are they couple or not couple. And then we focus on couple. We're ignoring all the not couples. Yeah. I mean, I know that, but I, I, don't, I, know. I don't know. I don't know. I yeah. feel like um, it's also hard to know which clue applies to which person. Right. So for example, the, the, the anchor man reference, mm-hmm. right. could apply to either one of them. So you could be looking for an actor or an actress, assuming that it is anchor man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think makes it extra challenging. I have no idea how you would interpret the bouncy castle. Um, the D light one is interesting because that I think it's if it's a like let's say it's a musician for example or an actor mm-hmm. like I could imagine that word delight being featured somewhere in something that they've done right and that's like an extra clue. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was also the you haven't seen us in together in a while, which was from the last week's clue package, which makes me think it's somebody who we were we haven't seen. I mean, we haven't seen recently, right? But they were famous maybe a while ago. Yeah. Well, the the so I googled the afternoon delight, um, because I was curious. That was done by a band called the Starland Vocal Band. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the group began as Fat City, a husband-wife duo of Bill Danoff and Taffy Nivert. You think it's them? I have no clue, fam. <laughs> like, <laughs> no clue. It could be them. It could be Dharma and Greg. It could be like the. It could be like a like Beans and um, 
uh, whoever Beans was related to, and that's already like uh, even Stevens. I don't know. I'm like I have nothing. I'm I'm frustrated because I feel like two people would this give you a, easier, right? Well, okay. So here's another thing, though. Can yeah. I just say that the song "Afternoon Delight" was also in the movie Anchorman? Does that help us? Oh, maybe. Like that's uh, a, there's, there's a connection there. Cover of it. Is it? Does Glee have something to do with it? Do I don't know. I I need another week with them, and unfortunately, I feel like they're probably gonna go the next week that they're on. Mm-hmm. So we'll get the clues, we'll figure it out, and then they'll get unmasked. But if I figure out who they are, one hundred percent, it's gonna end up being because of like figuring out the clues, and not because I know them. Because I do not think I know whoever this pair is at all. Yeah, same. I, yeah. I I feel I feel the same way. I feel like there's less people that we sort of recognize automatically. I think you and I both had like our one this, or two people. Mm, yeah, like um, this season so far through groups A and B, I this is the most I've felt not stupid but in the dark since we've started doing coverage because mm-hmm. I got I got good vibes season two, season three I had like one or two people, season four I've got I'm drawing blanks right now. Like mm-hmm. I really outside of one. Like vault, I feel relatively incorrect about everything else I've said so far. So yeah, well, it's, does, it's it make, does it make you feel any better that in 2010, Billboard named the song "Afternoon Delight" the 20th sexiest song of all time? 20th? What's number one? Can we open that article right now? Uh, yeah. Let me see. Let me pull. I feel it like WAP quick. at this point is going to be like number one. With I the bullet. said this was from 2010. I know, but I'm saying now it'd be hitting different. Well, yeah, now, yeah, it do be, it do be hidden different. Um, Okay, hold on. Uh, Oh, the article's not loading. Oh, Candy Shop was 19. It makes sense. Makes sense. Candy Shop is a good tune, fun tune. Yeah, for some reason, the 10 through 1 won't load. But that's the part we care. Okay, we'll see if it loads. We'll continue talking. I want to talk about this performance because... When I thought there was hope for the giraffe, I was like, if it's not the giraffe leaving, it's the snow. So let's see how they do. And they did really, really well, in my opinion. This was very good. I liked it a lot. I like the dancers holding like the little jewels on the side. That was fun for me. So I enjoyed that. I I will say that ultimately uh, my biggest issue before, because their vocals are great. You know, they're fine. And the (laughs) dancers were fine. The background was like old school, like building vibes like that my biggest issue is the egg is the fact that they can't leave the egg um i do like that they end their songs by going back into the egg that's fun for me but i just i I, i'm sorry i need a little bit of mobility i need a little bit of movement i need to see you dance or like walk even yeah even the astronaut would like reach into the crowd or the rhino and just like you know point at an audience member do something yeah, I uh, I also wrote down that they're still stuck in the egg, and that su- super, super bothers me. Mm-hmm. Um, although I was thinking, like, maybe it could be to conceal something physical about one of the contestants. Um, mm. Like, um, I mean, I don't think so, but, like, maybe she's pregnant or something like that, which would, like, give it away. Um, ah, I see, I see, I see, I see. I so, see. so there's a, a logical explanation for it, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure. Uh, I will say their voices go really well together. I think that the performance was really great. I feel like mm-hmm. the female is a better singer than the male in this Concur. case. Uh, and, uh, you know, they gave him some backup dancers to try to make it a little bit more razzly dazzly. But I agree with you. I just uh, the confinement in the egg really gets me. 
Yeah. I, again, I think that, um, could you imagine mid song, the egg just like splits open and they slowly walk out of it. That would be like a monumental Maybe saving moment. that. Maybe that's their, you know, the trick up their sleeve. <laughs> oh, the get out of jail week. free. <gasps> Oh my God, what if it is? What if they do that next week and then the popcorn goes home? Ugh, oh. I'd be devastated. <laughs> it's definitely possible. It's possible. Yeah. Um, okay, do you want to know what the sexiest song of all time is? I started pulling up the article, so I'm excited for you to give it to us, yes. Okay, so do you want to guess? I don't think you're going to get it. The sexiest song in 2010? Yes. No, what? is it? So this is of all time. No, but I know, but articles was in 2010. What year was yeah. the song released? Uh, it was in the 80s. That's hard. Um, well, okay. So, is it? So, I know two songs from the from the 80s that could be it, right? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Um, so one is the "Let's Get Physical" song. The other one isn't Super Freak from that time, from the mm-hmm. 80s. Could, is Super Freak from that? But is Super Freak also like freaky? I don't know. Is it physical? Because it could be physical. Yeah, it is. Oh, what? Yeah, dude. Cool. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. Also, sorry, I'm looking up Rick James Super Freak uh, year because I think I think wasn't that the 70s. Uh, I, why do I think it's oh, no, 86? 81. It was 81. Oh. So right on the cusp. Okay. Um, but yeah, so physical was the top song. Then it was Tonight's the Night by Rod Stewart. Then it was I'll Make Love to You from Boys to Men. Um, Too Close by Next. Let's Get It On by Marvin Gaye, which I feel like is weirdly low. Yeah. How is that not in the in the top three? I, feel, I mean, I guess tonight's well, it's hard because it's like when you have songs that are blatantly being like, I would make love to you. Right. That's probably a little bit higher. <laughs> I will make love to you. They're all like the same, you know, because it's mm-hmm. essentially just being blatantly like, I will sleep with you right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lil Wayne's Lollipop is like number 12 on here. <laughs> okay. There you go. Anyway, okay. um, but yeah, and then uh, the other, the drone clue from the Snow Owls was the witch's hat, the, and then the line tip our hats, which makes me feel like maybe it doesn't have anything to do with witches or maybe it's like the the witch thing applies to one of them and then the tip the hats applies to the other one like somebody who is a witch but then someone who wears hats mm. you know it could be like separate clues so who who are what professions tip their hat newsboys okay do you think it's a paper boy <laughs> like, the, um, what's, the, what's the like i tip my cap to you yeah i i captain i that could be one um, who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Aye, <laughs> aye, Captain. Um, Captain, you don't Cap- say the T. Captain. It's like Captain Crunch. Okay. Um, um, it could be a magician. Because, like, do magicians, magicians tip their caps? I mean, they tip the cap and then they pull Over. out roses from it or something. <laughs> you know, like, pull rabbits out of it. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Oh, you okay. pull the snow owl from an egg. Magic. Could the, the person's name be Tip? <laughs> um, sorry, all I can think funny. of is all, sorry, all I can think of is Chip McCap. Um, <laughs> so Tip McCap, <laughs> which makes sense. Oh my God, is it Bo Burnham? Um, I mean, Ti used to go as Tip. So is it someone related to Ti? Definitely not. Definitely <laughs> not. not. No. <laughs> Uh, okay. All right. Well, well, let's talk about the sun. Yeah. I mean, we're in the dark completely, so we could use a little bit of sun now to move no, forward. I'll still be in the dark. It's fine. 
ultimately, to sum it up, uh, the Snow Owls are decent. I enjoyed them. I enjoyed them more this week than I did the first week. But I will say, if they don't pull a rabbit out of their tip hat, then I think it's it's curtains for them after the next mm-hmm. performance. Oh, did you see the Mass Singer is starting the official Mass Singer podcast? We're the official Mass Singer podcast. <laughs> who, who is going to be on that? What? Well, d- the frog is going to host it. Are you kidding me? Yeah, dude. He, he, the guy who he sent of okay, I'm going to have opinions on this. It's fine. I'm pretty sure because I saw I saw it at the um it was on the Massinger episode. It was one of the lower thirds. Oh. And then I googled it. But now I can't remember. Oh yeah, the frog is bringing you, let's see. Yes, official Massinger podcast hosted by Bow Wow with Ken, with Ken. Uh, oh, Ken no. is the Ken joins host to give listeners an exclusive peek inside the Mass Singer world. No, They're sharing no. all the inside scoop. Oh my god, are we gonna have to? I'll listen to this to give us updates on it, so no one else has to. Okay, I'll be the martyr. Okay, they're gonna compete with us. <laughs> bring it, listen, L- bring it, bring it, Bow Wow. I got you. Okay, everyone, <laughs> if you could leave us ratings and reviews, that'll help. We'll keep <laughs> us above them. That'll be so funny if like Bow Wow keeps trying, but we're the number one. But I don't know. We'll see. It's yeah, a hard task, see. but. I'm up for it. I'm up for it if you are. We'll okay, give it a, let's, give it let's a do it. Take that official Massinger podcast. We're coming after you, Ken. We're coming at you. Uh. <laughs> you look stupid. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So let's uh. talk about the sun now. Enough, enough games here. So, Liana, mm-hmm. I think as the number one sun stand on this podcast, it's only fair that you take it away. Alrighty. So this, I, I feel like the sun also has very minimal clues in terms of things that I feel like are super tangential. So for example, one of the things that we did find out was that she missed out on a lot of her childhood growing up in a fractured home. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that, you know, probably parents probably got divorced. So that's something like much more physical, but then we got a lot of other things where it was like, Oh, I love dirt in my toes. There was an hourglass with a black widow on it, which I don't know what that means. There was also the whole witches thing where she's stirring the witches cauldron. And then she puts in candy canes and blonde hair with a blue ribbon um, Mm -hmm. which I have no idea what that means Um, but she likes going out in the woods Um, I have the phrase ugly rumors written down I don't know what that means but this to me and I can't believe I'm about to say this but like remember when you said last week it was a Casey Musgraves type and I was Mm -hmm. like it's definitely not Casey Musgraves but maybe a Casey Musgraves type I feel like this kind of validates that because it felt a little country no, but my Casey Musgraves one wasn't for, it was for the seahorse. Oh, <laughs> okay. Then I take back all the credit that I was about to give you. No, no, no. I mean, it's, it's, it could work. No, no, it could no, work. No, no. Bring it here. Bring me the credit. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, you, oh, no. You know what? I misremembered. It was about the sun. Keep going. We'll keep going. No, you're such a liar. <laughs> I want praise. Don't. <laughs> Give me praise. Hate me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, sorry. This is why people will definitely choose our podcast over the official. We talked about the top twenty sexiest songs. Did Bow Wow? Did he do that on his podcast? I don't think so. Would you ever learn that from Bow Wow? Would you learn about weird eczema commercials that Liana knows? Yeah, I really don't think they're talking about Jamie Lee Curtis and I, her Activia commercials. If Bow Wow opens every podcast by giving the co-host a nickname that's unique every time, I'm going to be so mad. 
Yo, dude, I'm telling you, they and Mike Bloom said the same thing when they did their vault train picks or their like vault picks <laughs> or whatever, their preseason predictions, mm-hmm. aka what we do on the BNB. Someone, someone's listening. They're out there. They're listening. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> hey <laughs> hi guys <laughs> validate okay. us we just want praise <laughs> i do but you're not going to give it to me so okay, keep going sorry. on no, about what, all, what the no, sun I'm is not, okay the drone clue was the magic eight ball i i don't know dude i got nothing i'm ex- i ugh. this is hard because what am i supposed to do with candy canes do you think it's just like they like candy i mean do they have blonde hair do they have blue ribbons um, how are they a black widow what does the hourglass have to do anything the sands of time See, so that's the thing. There's a lot of clues here. There's a lot of clues here. The problem is I can't link it to anything. I know. That's what I was legit. That was I was literally saying that at the beginning is that there's a lack of these like big tangent, like big clues, right? They're all these sort of like little small things that you could piece together. But without that, unless you know who it is, without Mm -hmm. that one big thing that will help you start, right? Which for me, I feel like with the popcorn, I had that. I was like 80s diva here. It could be anybody. I mean, maybe I started last week thinking it was we we thought the Mickey Mouse reference. It was someone from like the Mickey Mouse Club or something like that. Mm-hmm. But now I, I I got nothing. Yeah, I mean, I still think I think it's someone Disney related. I definitely do um, because it still all screams that realm for me. Mm-hmm. However, I'm unable to figure out exactly where we're going with it. There was a um, so like, let me look at the package and go through it like a little chronologically for my own um, details. So the whole childhood thing there was. So, yeah, the red hourglass intrigued me. And then there was a black widow spider on it. I wrote down black widow spider. It might not be the black widow spider, um, but that was the thing that happened. So red black widow spider Spider-Man is black and red. So is it someone who was in the Spider-Man realm or was on the Spider-Man soundtrack? Spider-Man's Maybe blue and red. Uh, you are right. <laughs> no, but what if it's Black Widow? Like, um, didn't Disney buy? Like, doesn't Disney own the Avengers? What if it's somebody from the Black Widow movies? Oh, it's Scarlett Johansson. Shut well, okay, it down. It's I, over. It's not, oh my gosh! Shut up! It's not Scarlett <laughs> Johansson, but it could be somebody. It's a Scarlett Johansson type. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> so I did a little bit of research because I focused it on one clue. Okay. So. Okay. The judges talked about the into the woods and how the the son walked under wood. Oh, it's Carrie Underwood. I went with a different wood. I went with Tiger Woods and I Googled Tiger Woods relationships to see who's been with Tiger Woods. Um, first of all, awful a trip down um, rabbit hole. Big time. There was like 20 people on the list and half of them were porn stars so i was like i don't think i don't know if y'all sing because i wouldn't have heard it so no nothing there um but that's where i spent most of my time which was awful because like i didn't find anything from the tiger woods of it all but i think the woods thing is important and also i don't obviously it's not jordan woods because jordan woods was on last year so mm-hmm. I, I have no idea about that i think that the candy canes so that just made me think of Christina Aguilera has a song called Candyman. So it could be like a not to is the Christina type, but again, like an off off Christina. So like a not as famous Christina, 
not necessarily a like not as good as Christina because whoever's at the sun is phenomenal singer all the way. The cauldron was a thing that I saw. The candles were a thing that I saw. Burning ugly rumors. I don't. Does that mean that um, they have big beef with Rumor Willis, who was on the show at one point? Is that a thing? I don't know. I did note the blue you butterfly. Lindsay Lohan though. have that song called Rumors. Great tune. Yes, Rumors by good Lindsay song. Lohan. Yeah. yeah, I'm sick of being followed. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Tune. Good tune. Um, yeah. There was a bl- okay. Wait, a blue butterfly. Yeah. So there was a blue butterfly. And that reminded me of a there's one butterfly that I know of Disney fame. It's the first movie I ever watched in the theater. It was Tarzan, the animated movie. Mm-hmm. And there was a blue butterfly that sits on Tarzan's face and becomes his eyes. So I definitely thought of that. So that's I do think that. I mean, that's a vague thing to say, but I think the Disney relation is still there, whether or not I'm thinking of the Tarzan butterfly. I just don't know where I'm looking at it. And I don't know enough about artists that came from the Disney side of things who are not the big like four, right? Who aren't Miley Cyrus, who aren't Hillary Duff, who aren't um, Selena. Like I I don't think it's any of them. So it's like, who, who is it? I don't think it's Demi Lovato. I know that that was a popular guest week one. I do not think it's her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I don't know. I, well, cause I got, so, all right. To give like where I was thinking, um, I, I thought that it was, we were talking to Casey Musgraves type. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they talked about Trisha Yearwood in the Snow Owls, thinking that it could be Trisha Yearwood, which I don't think it is. Um, but I don't know. Maybe it's somebody in that realm. Do, like, who's like a country artist who came from Disney? Do we know that? I don't know. I'll do some. I'll do some digging. I think the sun will be with us for a while, so we have we some have time, time to try to figure to figure her out. I think there's a lot here once we can kind of start to get it to fit. But at the moment, mm-hmm. I'm a little lost. Yeah, I'm also a little lost. And then in thinking about the the Magic 8-Ball, Magic, Disney is like, you know, magical. But then 8-Ball, is it like, is it supposed, are we supposed to focus on magic, the number 8, or the ball? Which word am I supposed to focus on? Honestly, it might be all of them. Because remember, the giraffes was a domino, and he was in the movie Dominoes. So maybe the son was in a movie called Magic 8-Ball. I mean, the only movie I can think of with the number eight in it is like Super 8. Let me see. Magic 8-Ball the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, there's an Ask the 8-Ball online. Oh, well, why would oh you want to do that? Do you want to ask oh, a question? There is a Magic 8-Ball IMDb page. Oh, it's in development. Huh. But okay. also, yeah, there's, it's, a, it's on IMDb and it's in development and there's no information on it anywhere else. So. I have reason to believe that. Oh, it is in as of 2019. It's in development at Blumhouse and Mattel. A magic eight ball movie is in the work. Hey, <laughs> um, let's see. Fantasy Island director Jeff Wadlow is attached to it with collaborators Jillian Jacobs and Chris Roach. Uh, do you have anyone that you're thinking of casting in this article? Nope, I don't see it. Um, okay, okay, do you want to ask a question to the magic eight ball? Um, am I asking who are you? Like, well, no, it has to be a oh, yes or no question. Am I gonna beat Liana in the vault guesses this season? Okay, let's see. Reply hazy, try again. Is the magic eight ball high? 
Uh, hold on. Let me ask again. Let me ask that question. Yes. <laughs> Boom. It's over. It's over for you. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> okay. So all of this to say that I don't think we have a solid, I don't even have a speculative guess here. I All I think is I'm going to be focusing more on the Disney side of things mm-hmm. slash whoever the sun is. Let's talk about that performance. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. So good. So good. Ugh, I love this song anyway, especially because like it, it just highlights Kesha's liberation from Dr. Mm. Luke anyway. So it's just such, such a powerful song and there's so mm-hmm. much meaning. And I think that the sun definitely did it justice. I the, think so too. The crowned red cloth backup dancers were also actually really cool because I was worried that it was going to be corny. I mean, we literally just saw some dancing um, clouds. clouds. So, uh, but I thought that it complimented the song really well. She's an amazing performer. I'm really, really mm. happy that she's on my team. Yeah, I love the purple background. And my favorite part of the sun's performance was the flying lanterns. The flying lanterns were so cool. Yeah. So, so cool. So, yeah, this was, again, I, uh, one of the, was it Jenny McCarthy or was it Nicole who said best female performance we've ever had on the show? And mm-hmm. I'm like not mad at that. I would actually maybe co-sign that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, do, I think. Yeah. In terms of the strongest female performing, we'll see what the seahorse brings, but the sun mm-hmm. is really doing a fantastic job. I mean, and I think as an overall front runner, I would love if, because what, this is three seasons in a row now where we've had two male, one female in the finale, right? Uh, two male, one female. Yeah, yeah. All three seasons. Yes. I would love if this is the season that gets broken. There's too many good female performers here that deserve to be further down at the end. Having not seen, um, group C yet I feel very strong based on what we've seen because mm-hmm. I swear to you one of the sun the seahorse the popcorn someone's going to get robbed here somewhere and it's going to be ugly mm, it's going to be brutal the the semifinals when we get down to that top six that's going to be a bloodbath I mean watch group C be like full of dummies <laughs> like yeah that's also possible where <laughs> we get the clear clear two that yeah. go but who knows also, um, Robin Thicke asked this question, and I would ask you a question after it. So he asked jokingly, can the drone bring me chili fries? Leon, if you if we had access to a drone to deliver you something right now, food item, what would you want it to deliver to you? Sushi. Sushi? Like a <laughs> yeah. whole platter or like a six piece? Like, like an what? $80 platter. Okay. Yeah, You think you could solo $80 worth of sushi? Yeah, for sure. Yes, I mean you better not. You better go split these with me, otherwise. Oh my god, I really want sushi. Why did you bring that up? It's a question. You you put sushi in your own mind. I didn't inception you. All right, (laughs) let's just let's let's finish this up. Okay, so who's staying? Spoiler alert: everyone else but giraffe. So giraffe's going. We are we already talked about who it is. I want to quickly talk about the judges' vault guesses and then what they changed it to, and then you and I can reveal our vault guesses, which we've been holding on since week one. Okay, so. Okay. Ken said, well, I am right out the gate because they performed. Let's get it started because Ken's a dummy mm-hmm. and then changed it to Shia LaBeouf. Nicole went with Dale Earnhardt Jr. and stayed with Dale Earnhardt Jr. I don't know who that is. I don't. Dale Earnhardt Jr.? Yeah. He's a NASCAR driver. Oh, that explains very well why I do not know who that is. Yeah. Not a, if you couldn't tell, not a NASCAR guy. <laughs> um, Jenny went with Travis Barker and changed it to Seth Green. So, okay. 
I was feeling so I thought it was going to be Travis Barker because of the clues. Mm-hmm. But if it was going to be someone else, I was like, we talked about Seth Green last week because he's from Philadelphia. Oh, my God. What if it was Seth Green? I got really excited. But we talked about it for the baby alien. Oh, my God. I can't keep any of this straight. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I this knew is... that. Oh, my God. Yeah, I thought, oh, I thought the giraffe was someone from Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot about the ICP uh, tangent you went off on week one. <laughs> you are so ridiculous. This is why I told you I don't trust your Debbie Gibson pick. I'm like, there's no way. You're going to stand in it with two feet and be like, it's Debbie Gibson. Like it's, yeah, this is the same person who thought it was someone from ICP. So. Yeah. And then you just thought, oh, uh, we said Seth Green at one point, so it made sense. <laughs> I was like, I've heard that name before. Yeah. What a shot to Seth Green. They'll be like, yeah, he's short. So I think he wanted the giraffe for the E, like for to boost yeah, his own ego. Yeah, harsh. He's mean. Yeah. Um, Joel McHale settled on Jason Presley because he didn't have a vault guess. And Robin Thicke thought it was Jaleel White, a.k.a. Urkel, and then switched it to Travis Barker, which I thought Robin was about to get a point there until we got the unveiling of Brian Austin Green. Now, Liana, who was your vault guess? And please don't say it genuinely was someone from the ICP. <laughs> no, I didn't guess someone from the oh ICP. I, I kind of cheated a little bit. Why? Okay. What does I wrote that mean? Down, I wrote down two names. Okay, give us both names, but... Um, <laughs> That's okay. not fair. Well, the, okay. Well, let me explain because we we it was it was it was my mistake for not having clarified <laughs> with you exactly how we were going to do our vault guesses. So I have a guess from my like first initial guess because I thought I had to write one down right after mm-hmm. we watched the episode, and then I came up with a second one after the the second rewatch or like the first rewatch. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my guess the first guess was a- Asher Roth, the guy who did I Love College. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Don't. <laughs> at me all right because that was not a great rapper he's <laughs> and, better than austin green yeah that's fair okay and that's then, decent well, and I, then hmm. my next guess was fred durst because he got into fights with like icp and slipknot and i was convinced it was someone from the icp slipknot like lincoln park limp biscuit realm of the world so those were my two guesses Fred Durst is from Limp Bizkit, Bizkit. right? Yeah. Okay, well, we kind of were on the same page-ish, because my uh-huh. guess was Vanilla Ice. Um, mm-hmm. My vault was Vanilla Ice. I was like, listen, I think the, the, the improvement and like the, you know, the crash and then the, you know, rise again, I thought that's what all that was. So I thought it was Vanilla Ice. We were both wrong. Um, all On all three guesses, we were wrong. Okay, so... so- Fred Dirtz was accused of insulting fans of the band Slipknot and mm-hmm. also Shaggy Too Dope from the hip hop duo Insane Clown Posse attempted to drop kick Durst during their performance of the song Faith. So see, he had fights with both. So I was kind of close. Shaggy Too Dope. <laughs> I, yeah, from ICP. I can't with you. I can't with you and your ridiculous Insane Clown Posse tangent had a theory (laughs) so ultimately we were wrong this is okay okay this is fine we're allowed to be wrong because it is so i think moving forward so obviously we've already done this for uh um um what's it called yes 
So for group C, let's just settle it. Do we want to do after the second rewatch? Or do we want to give ourselves additional marination time or are we doing it on a one drop like right then and there first rewatch put your guesses in the envelope so i will say the majority of my guesses are right after i watched the only reason i put fred durst on there was because i felt really good about it okay and i thought maybe i'll get it right and i wanted a point no yeah so uh, for the scorekeepers out there the score is still currently one to nothing um I have a feeling it might remain one to nothing. I was like, that also might be the score yeah. 10 weeks from now or whatever. Yeah, we might be stuck, but we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Now we are finally at the end of this episode. We have a bunch of questions available, Liana. Before we get there, is there anything else you wanted to say on the way out here? About well, what? About anything? I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, do you want to talk about the the Brian Austin Green and Robin Thicke connection that we uh, talked about for a long bit on this? Uh, or what they talked about on the episode? Oh, yeah, that was really interesting. I had no idea they were like best friends. Um, but I loved that they were in the band or they made up what Think Twice, which was like the white crisscross, which that got an audible laugh out of me. Mm-hmm. So I like that from Nick Cannon. So funny. Yeah. No, I love that a lot. Um, but yeah, then at the end, Robin Thicke comes in to do the performance with Brian Austin Green. So that was funny. So the Peaches was Peach Pit 90210. I've never watched 90210, but I had heard of Peach Pit. So it's one of those things that I think is popular enough that made sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was, it was such a, sh- I mean, I, I hadn't considered Brian Austin Green at all. So Same. when he was unmasked, I was like, oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> That guy. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's where we ended the episode with. Now, next week, we go back to Group B, right? That's the move before we go to Group C next. I believe so. I mean, you're the one that told me about the schedule last time. So I'm yeah. going to go ahead and say that that's still true. That's what we'll follow just to not get our hopes up on anything. Okay. So we got a couple questions here that I'm going to ask you, and then we will start wrapping up here. Okay. So. Mike asked, as a British fan of the show, the USA version is better, but do we not think the Snow Owls need to go average voices, novelty has worn off, question mark? So do you think that the right result happened on the night, ultimately? I think because I had the expectation that the draft was going to go because I expected the draft to go last week. Mm -hmm. So I was already preconditioned to think that that's what should happen, but... At this point, yeah, the they can go. The Snow Owls can go. Yeah, I think that the Snow Owls, this was their last safety. We'll see what they do in that. Because I do think it's fun that there's a duo. I do think that their voices are pretty decent. They've had good moments. But then the fact that one is stronger than the other and that they can't move really makes it hard for me to be like, no, y'all are a great all-around package to go further, especially when... If we're looking at it, because like they don't have much razzle dazzle, so you gotta focus on music for them, right? On vocals. So then on a vocal to vocal versus, they're they're not as good as the sun or the popcorn. So mm-hmm. I think it spells it out for itself, right? Because I mean, like was mentioned in the question, if it's a novelty thing, I agree. That's worn off. I'm over it. Oh my god, two and one. No, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I mean, you'd be so happy if the two were from the insane clown posse. Oh my god, it's two members of the insane clown posse. I feel like <laughs> inevitably 
I mean, inevitably, there's going to be the clown. You know, that's going to be a costume. I'm telling you, it's for sure going to happen. That is terrifying. (laughs) Um, So then let's see. Kristen asked that um, she she thought like she didn't understand why group C was skipped. And we went back to A and B and then asked, is it possible someone big is in group C and they want to save that reveal? Do you think that's a possibility? Right. Okay. Because wait, weren't we talking about how? Wait, is baseball happening? I feel like I saw somewhere that baseball was going to happen. Yes. So we're going to end up, I'm not sure which week it's going to end up being, but there is going to be a week within the next three weeks that we're going to miss. There's not going to be a show. So there's going to be a gap. Yes. Then my confusion is because I saw that argument, but then why would that mean we should push C further? Is it so that there's something to look forward to coming out of the baseball, like a new thing or mm, I don't know. Maybe they don't want maybe they want to get. Oh, no, because we're not going to even finish group A and group B. Right. By the time that the baseball starts. I or mean, the baseball we- is going on right now. No, um, I know. But the play the playoffs, because I don't know, man. No, playoffs are going on right now as well. World Series Baseball <laughs> 2020. I'm looking at the... Uh, okay, yeah, so the, it's going to be... Yeah, it's going to be like the 21st. So the week of the 21st is game two. Mm-hmm. So that's two weeks from now. Yeah, all right. So here's what's going to happen. So we're going to get... Um, we're going to get group B playoffs next week. Yes. Then we're going to miss at least one week. Maybe. Because... Yeah, we're going to miss at least one week because mm-hmm. of baseball. Okay, so yeah, before we even get theory. group C, we're going to miss a week. We're going to miss a week. Okay, we're going to miss. <laughs> so we're going to have an episode next week. Then yes. we are not going to have an episode the week after that. Okay. Then if it goes to game seven, we will miss another week. Oh, okay. Okay. Then I kind of understand why, because it is better to leave and then kind of have a re-premiere if you're going to miss two weeks of footage, then we've seen everybody and then some people might just lose interest, right? It's kind of keeping us holding in for one more like reveal night. Right. Like come, night. come back because you'll get to meet everybody from group C. Right. You meet another fresh six, no five people. Five. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's my assumption, but I don't know for sure. I also don't know in, you know, the time of COVID, if they would switch the mass singer to another night to accommodate, like just to have mm. more, more viewership. But I mean, there's baseball games going on, you know, it's the 20th, the 21st, the 23rd, 24th, 25th, you know what I mean? So it's all like back to back to back to back. Um, <laughs> So I don't even know when they would they would air it, but that's that's my guess. Yeah, no, I think that's an appropriate guess, and I do think that that's probably what it is. I I think in hindsight now, thinking about the fact that we're gonna miss like ten to fourteen days worth of Mass Singer, having a little bit of intrigue is good. I mean, I still I want to know what's going on with the lips, right? So we're not even we haven't met the lips oh yet. We're about God. to be a month in the lips. <laughs> yeah, who are so off the without looking at your list, our lists? Can you name the other four people that we haven't met yet? Okay, jellyfish, lips, squiggly monster, squiggly monster. We already met Gremlin and whatchamacallit, so there's only two left um, that I'm not thinking of. But this is a hard exercise. <laughs> <laughs> this is our show yeah. that we talk about. I know. You'd think we don't have other um, stuff to talk about. Um, let's see. The is there anything else weird that was a part of it? Oh, oh, um, the mushroom. Oh, and broccoli. Oh yeah. Uh. I'm excited for the mushroom. 
I I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I'm okay. Yeah. So there we go. That, that, that is reason enough why we have the gap in between. I still think it's a ridiculous way to have your show be, but whatever. It's mm-hmm. mass singer going to mass singer, right? That's ultimately. Do you think we're we going to get a double elimination next week, or do you think it's only going to be one? Why would there be? Oh, because they want to like even the score. Yeah, because eventually group B is going to have to get down to two people. Um, I believe next that episode's one hour still, right? So if it's one hour, we're not going to get a double. That would be brutal, Pearl. I'm in the middle of doing something, Pearl. Come on now. Yeah. Okay. Pearl. She's she's ready to be done. She's got. I mean, we're almost done. We're almost okay. done. <laughs> I'm um, hungry. Now so I want sushi. Now you want sushi? Well, yeah. <laughs> um, Med pointed out that they thought the um the popcorn top of popcorn's head looks like a cooked chicken, and now I can't unsee that. Kind of looks <laughs> chickeny. All right, hold on. I gotta look this up. I'm worried that I'm not going to be able to unsee it. But also, I was eating popcorn while I watched the popcorn perform. Oh my god, it does. Yeah, right. It kind of does look like chicken. Maybe you're just hungry. <laughs> yeah, I could just be hungry. Yeah. Um. So then, yeah, someone uh, Emily asked about the all the filler stuff they had in, and said, "Wouldn't this be a better chance for them to make longer clue packages?" So I wanted to talk about this because I do think Emily, the problem is that then they might give too much away, right? Because like they got to walk the line of balancing out information to give us to consume and figure stuff out, and also keeping it a secret as long as they can. Because mm-hmm. I think that two weeks in, typically, if it's someone that if it's like an artist or a performer that you personally have a connection to, you'll get that immediately. You'll sort that out immediately. Whereas right. if it's yeah, so then like the two week clues might not matter to you. But then to someone like me who doesn't have any idea, I mean, I need three weeks, four weeks worth of clues before I even can get a short list going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really bad at it. So like unless you know somebody right away. But my... Yeah, I don't know. My guess is is that they can't do more performances. They can't do SmackDown stuff because that would maximize the amount of time because they're trying to limit right their total film time. So they do yes. these kind of like, you know, goofy, silly, small effort, small risk kind of yeah, filler segments. Yeah. But they would like, do this honestly normally anyway. So <laughs> who knows? Exactly. Again, like they, they got to have a little bit of stuff that's just jokey stuff for the kids who are not going to grasp onto any clues anyways. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. Look, they're having fun. I enjoyed it. I like the mass Singer, so. Yeah, it's good stuff. The last two questions for you. Um, so Shondell said, no, actually, I'll leave this for last. So Connor said that, will we see any other guest judges this season or just the regulars because of COVID? So what do you think? Do you think we're going to see like other guests that we haven't seen? Do you think there might be like a Zoom guest potentially? Or do you think it's just going to be people who are from the inner circle who are going to show up on onto the stage. I have a feeling like we are going to see more guest judges. Now the part about, Oh, is it just going to be the regulars because of COVID? Maybe because they need people that are sort of familiar with how the show works, or maybe those are the only people that they could convince. I don't know. I feel like they just really like Joel McHale. So they're going to bring him back regardless. Right. Um, but I, I do. I think if they look, the seal has been broken. OK, so they can get away now, we you know, with having guests. So why wouldn't mm. they do more? Right. And I fully expect us to see it more along the way as well. But Joel was a very like if you have to bet who's going to be on every season, Joel's always going to be there once at least mm-hmm. for sure. Yep. 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 I, yeah. I would believe that. I mean, mm-hmm. they should just he can stay. He can be a permanent addition. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so then last question might not do much with the mass singer, but Shondell said last week Liana mentioned her dad and trains not reversing. Dot dot dot. Please elaborate. Can you elaborate for Shondell so that she knows what you were talking about? Wait, what was this? So last week I talked about the fact that the train went in reverse and shouldn't be able to reverse, and then you brought up your dad and said that your dad you don't want your dad to find out about this or something. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yes. So my father uh, worked, well, he worked for the railroads when he started his career. He's a civil engineer and he's designed and built railroad bridges throughout his whole life. So he worked for the railroad. Um, then he worked in consulting for a while and then he finished his career. He just retired this year. Congrats, dad, um, <laughs> at the Federal Railroad Administration. Um, so he would do bridge inspections. He ran the bridge and safety division. So um, he's therefore very familiar with uh, with trains. <laughs> and I am also familiar with trains. I've been to so many train museums. I remember one time he like picked me up from it was from is during Christmas he like picked me up when I arrived in Philadelphia and we had to like go check out a bridge or something. And I was completely jet lagged because I was flying from California. And I just remember being, it was like eight in the morning and like standing out on this railroad bridge. Anyway, that detail is not important. So that's why I was chastising Puya because of course they can go backwards. Leon, I have a question for you. One last question. Yes. How does a train eat? Oh no, this sounds like a Laffy Taffy joke. Choo choo. <laughs> I was not wrong. <laughs> Nailed it. <sighs> yeah. Now I was trying to think of a good dad joke and then it hit me. Ba-dooms. Oh, goodness. All right. Let's get out of here. I, I, I'm starting to get that hunger joke, hunger vibes as well. Okay. So, Liana, where can people find you and what can they expect to hear from you? You can find me on Twitter at Liana RHAP. I'm podcasting about Big Brother doing the RHAP B&B with Mike Bloom, um, which we should we have a fun episode for this week. We've got a Paula Calafiore quiz and Mari Forth is going to be our guest. I was also a guest on your podcast, Puya, the 90 Day Fiance Wrap Up, where mm-hmm. we talked about the third part of the tell-all of Happily Ever After, which was I thought a ton of fun. Like It, it was three parts, the tell-all, somehow. But you know what? We made a meal out of it. Choo-choo, baby. Choo-choo, indeed. Yeah, let me get the hype train going here with more plugs you can find me on social media at puyaism twitter instagram twitch.tv all of them puyaism and then like liana mentioned i had three parts of a tell-all of a reunion to talk about for the 90 day fiance podcast two of which we released this week i had one with melissa denny and then i had part three with liana we put a bow on the whole season it was a fun time we talked about some weird music videos there as well spoiler alert you can go check that out and then I'll be back talking about Big Brother Friday morning with Taryn for the uh, live feed updates. So you can find me there as well. And then I'll also be doing some Twitch stuff uh, over on my Twitch stream. Uh, a little bit of shows here and there that were just me talking to y'all. And then got some Among Us games happening. If you've uh, been following the Among Us craze, there's something there for you as well. And as always, if you could please leave a rating or review, it helps us tremendously especially now that there's an official mass singer podcast coming to our turf to try and fight for the territory it would mean a lot to us if you could uh, 
help us be put out there more and uh, help us be found. So you can do that by going to robaswebsite.com slash masked singer. So that's M-A-S-K-E-D singer. We would appreciate that a whole lot. And now it's time to leave. The clue dropping drone has left, which means it's our time to go as well. Hope you enjoyed this. Until next week, stay masked. Adios. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.